This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. All right, now being a bus driver, not easy. We get it. Um, damn kids won't shut up, etc., etc. There is a huge bus driver shortage. Did you know that? Uh-uh. Yeah. Uh-uh. The robot buses. Eventually. Thanks, Elon. Uh, a parent of an elementary school kid in Utah complained last week when their child came home with a recording on their phone of a bus driver losing their mind on some kids. Mm. We walked to school once. Uh, it was three miles. A couple of dudes from the neighborhood, me and John. There's a kid named Dwayne. Dwayne. And uh, we we decided to walk to school one morning. It was weird. We went at like 4.30 and walked three miles. But, you know, we were in track and we were young bucks. Yeah, well, walking three miles, that should only be like an hour if you're going slow. Yeah, not too bad. It wasn't too bad. But uh, goofing around you. Yeah. yeah. It's great. Stupid kid stuff. Yeah, stupid kids. Um. Anyway, uh, the kids were backseat driving because they're little a-holes these days. Um. So here we go. It's hooters. Oh, yeah. I should add, um, you can't threaten to shoot kids. Oh. Morning. She's actually in a toy. Person says, where are we going? I'm going to shoot them. Okay? Now, listen. I missed the stop. I'm trying to turn around. Do you understand? <laughs> I want her hired as the next uh, director of national defense. Dude. <laughs> uh, Just two days before, a similar thing happened in another Utah school district less than an hour away. Go ahead. And that incident, it was a substitute bus driver, and she started going the wrong way. The students started yelling at her, and she lost it. I know, okay, shut up. I'm going to turn around. Shut up. Well, they should. Um, both bus drivers have been placed on administrative leave. Yeah. Worth pointing out that there's been the shortage of bus drivers since the pandemic started. Oh, Unclear well, if that contributed to the situation. Well, that and some school shootings. You could sprinkle those in and then you get a bad bad look. Well, I guess. You got to read the room. Well, you, you should probably keep them kids in line before it gets too crazy. I was surprised the kids didn't go in the active shooter drill and, and, and uh, dive under the seats. She's coming, man. Hey, now listen. I missed the stop. I'm trying to turn around. Do you understand? Morning. Hmm. She's actually in a toy. person says, where are we going? I'm going to shoot them. All right. Yeah, that sounds so. Uh... Overpromise and underdeliver, lady. <laughs> I think we had great bus drivers. Ours were happy, uh, supportive, nurturing, not gun-toting or threatening. Yeah, I, I can't imagine that. Uh, God bless teachers and school bus drivers, especially mm-hmm. that age. Oh, Lord have mercy. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, and I, I, and if you, if you get in trouble at school, I could see kids taking it out on the bus driver. I mean, being little assholes to bus yeah. drivers, you know, because they're. I not, liked our not, bus driver. Not important. Francis was our bus driver. He was really nice. And he gave us $2 bills for Christmas every year. Are you serious? Uh-huh. Oh, man. I know. That's really cool. And he would just he would just stop the bus if we were being jerks. Mm-hmm. Just stop and wait. Mm-hmm. Didn't even have to say nothing. And uh, I know it's not surprising. It was, it was never me being a jerk, but it was definitely the people I hang out with. Good morning. 
You just got to find ways to tune them out, man. Crank Is some, that Otto from The Simpsons? Crank some JJO, man. I hear you, man. <laughs> wow. Um, so there you go. Uh, prep your kids for the abusive bus driver. Just uh, be, yeah. I, I, oh, boy, oh, boy. Boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. That seems like, that would seem like an automatic firing instead of a, would you say they get suspended or something? Leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Paid on it. They probably can't leave. afford to fire anybody. You no, know, I hear you. I know there's a school bus shortage. I understand yeah. it, but. So you've got They're people just that shuffle them around like Catholic r- priests, r- right? It's like you got people that don't even know how to deal with kids or have never dealt with kids, and you're just you freaking lose it, man. Well, even the most patient of person can lose their mind when there's a truck full of kids being jerk faces. Yeah, so. right, right. Yeah, ten four. Dumbing down your smartphone, one podcast at a time. Listen, rate, and subscribe. To the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. All right. Uh, so let's talk about binge watching TV shows. Um, Squid Game, I know you binge watched that thing. Uh, yeah, there you like go. Squid Games. Not what I thought it was going to be, but uh, we stuck with it. Great show. Another Squid coming up. Um, so. Netflix is going to start moving to a classic one-episode-a-week format for their original content. Mm. So the some of the, the theorizing behind why they're doing that. So uh, all these other streaming services are ramping up their original content. I mean, we got The Boys on Amazon Prime. Well, so much on Amazon Prime is original content. Hulu, too, does a bunch. I quit the Hulu. Yes. Just an extra bill. But anyway, um, since Netflix is facing so much more competition, they think the weekly format will keep viewers engaged over longer periods of time. So, it'll allow fans to discuss, theorize, predict, and pick apart the show along the way. So, it allows word of mouth to grow so that a show can gain popularity as it progresses. From a viewer's standpoint, it'll cut down on spoilers. So, you know, how do you feel about that? How feel you? Huh. Feels good. Uh, uh, we just did a twelve-hour marathon. I can't remember the. <laughs> can't remember what show it was. Oh my god! It was a, about six months ago. It was about some girl in New York. I can't remember what the show was about, but it was sounds fascinating. Yeah, really fascinating. So fascinating, I can't remember. Uh, I haven't really had any time to binge watch anything lately. Lately, when I just put on the TV, it's some Gordon Ramsay thing, so it's I, not in the background. I'm gonna, we're gonna sit down and do Walking Dead at some point. Oh. I, I started, to, I, I did a little bit of the first seat. What season are they on? Fifty. I don't. The thing feels like it's been around since I was a kid. Yeah. Uh, so we we would like to squeeze that in at some point. You're gonna get irritated. Really. There's a point where you're like, look, we're four years into the zombie apocalypse. Right. Shut the effing door. Right? Shut the gate behind you. How mm-hmm. many times do we have to go through the same thing? Well, I assume there's only a, a, a few people left to shut the gate, so it's, it's a struggle. It's not a struggle. If you made it this far, you know to shut the gate. I watch a lot of old game shows, weirdly enough. Do you? I don't know why. I'll just sit and watch it. I like Slingo. It's uh, so weird how they're 
entertaining all these years later. Oh, I'll watch the match game for sure. I've watched, uh, is it Deal or No Deal? I've watched that several times on uh, Rerun. <laughs> uh, why did they quit that show? I thought that was a dynamite show. That was a really great game show. I have no idea. Deal or No Deal. Did you used to watch that? Yeah. Uh, I used to play it too at the it, Chuck E. Cheese. You know, they they at the end they started getting too. Uh, they start showcasing the people too much and the backstories, and it's like God, just open a suitcase, dude. You know, they they oh, yeah. the human element comes into play, and it, it's, it's distracting. To be honest with you, I, I don't, don't care about humans. I don't. I don't care that much about your story. <laughs> uh, and usually, you know, they add the fluff, and then they're trying to get you all hooked and crying, and then. You're, Mm-hmm. Just open a suitcase, dude. I agree. But uh, anyway, yeah, there's a lot like uh, Game of Thrones. Uh, it's, it's overwhelming. It is. There's too much to watch. So I guess I just, uh, if I don't get hooked in episode one, I generally don't stick around much. Uh, Peaky Blinders. I got to finish the last season of that. We were watching Monarch last night after the stupid football game. I don't know what that is. It's a uh, it's a show about the country artist. Uh, uh, what's her name with the big tits? What's her name? Shania Twain. Who's <laughs> the star of the show? The redhead. Oh my god. Dolly Parton. No, not Dolly Parton. Great guess. That would have been Reba my McIntyre. First no, no. She looks like Reba McIntyre. Uh, big tits McGee. I can't remember her name. Sarah Susan Sarandon, I think. She's the monarch, and she's dying of cancer. And, uh, uh, yeah, I 15 minutes, I'm like, <clears throat> this probably is not how country music works at all, but a little overdramatic. Sounds we, lame. We tuned out. <laughs> Sounds super give me, lame. Give me 15 minutes or give me death. I'm out. Uh, we're in horror movie watching season, so I'll just be doing that. Uh, for the newbies, if you haven't seen Cobra, Cobra Kai, you should uh, binge that. That's been terrific. You know, especially if you're New a little... season came out this weekend. Yeah, yeah. If you're a little bit older, and I haven't done it yet, but if you're a little bit older, and you know some of the, the backstory of Karate Kid, it's pretty entertaining. I'm kind of over that, too. I've been having fun with that. I will, I will see that to the end. Good. Good for you. See that to the bitter end. You can learn a lot listening to podcasts. And only three countries in the world don't use the metric system? Or you can listen to this one. I can't remember where I went Friday. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What did I do on Friday? I got to check my calendar. (laughs) If anybody saw me Friday, call. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. I literally have no idea where I was Friday. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. A wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Or uh, one bourbon. Uh, Joseph, what is that noise? Is that you? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Everything okay? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Joseph Hazelwood, the captain of the Exxon Valdez, is dead at 75. Okay. He, uh... <clears throat> he died in July. They just announcement uh, announced it. I don't know why that is. Uh, he ran aground Alaska's Prince William Sound in '89. Dumped 11 million gallons of crude oil. He was 75. Death confirmed Friday by his nephew Sam Hazelwood. He said his uncle had been struggling with the combined effects of COVID and cancer. He had already, he did not know the exact date location of his uncle's death. Kind of kind of strange. Shipping news website gcaptain.com reported his death. 
on July 22nd, but did not identify who confirmed it, saying only that uh, it was a person close to the Hazelwood family. The uh, Exxon Valdez uh, spilled black in 1,500 miles of the Gulf over the rich fishing grounds. Um, Spill killed 250,000 seabirds, 2,800 sea otters, 300 harbor seals, 350 bald eagles, 22 killer whales. He was acquitted of uh, uh, being drunk, but convicted on the misdemeanor of discharging oil. So they got him on something, $50,000 fine, 1,000 hours of community service. He was in the back, I think. The, the, the case was he was sleeping off a drunk night out. And they suspended his license for nine months, and he never returned to the seas. Um, and they got the other guys on it, though. The other guys, inexperienced, the radar was broke. Just the, uh, just the perfect recipe of uh, to make the disaster happen. But nothing was going right, and nobody was paying attention, and nobody had the experience to get it done. Yeah. And uh, that was it. So Exxon ultimately, uh, obviously, uh, paying the toll on that one. And then uh, Hazelwood. Although, uh, at the end, I I don't think he ever shook the idea of him being a drunk boat captain. Like uh, Shatino, who took the one into the reef when he was uh, drinking martinis and showing his girlfriend. chicken parm. Yeah, chicken parmesan. Um, yeah, I, I was too young for this. Yeah. You don't, you don't remember that really 89. How old were you in 89? Eight. Oh my God, you child. Um, I know he, they took a breathalyzer on him and he was still semi drunk, uh, when they did it. Um, but why that didn't get in the court, I don't know. That never was a reason of, of why that happened. Below the limit, I guess. I didn't know there was a limit for a boat captain. When you've got 18 trillion gallons of oil sitting on your ass. But he was an alcoholic. There's no doubt about it. They had him nailed as an alcoholic. Yeah. Um, but I guess, I don't know. He's sitting on a boat for weeks at a time. Not much to do. Uh Yeah, huge fines for uh, Exxon. Look at that. Yeah, quarter million, Holy crap. quarter million animals. God, that was such a crazy deal. Uh, and he's dead. I, I wonder if if there wasn't uh, Exxon wasn't involved in paying the bills for that funeral and or keeping that under wraps for a while. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, for a PR, for a PR move. God, these. You just mentioned that. Hazelwood. It's just everybody's like, ah, hang him. Oh wait, he's dead. Can't do any more to it. Uh, yeah. But he was not driving the boat at the time they hit the reef. Yeah, he was passed out. It doesn't really matter, right? Because No. It, no, yeah. it doesn't matter. Uh, the third mate. Yeah, you had the B team. You had the junior varsity up the helm. Good job. Watching things. Which is uh, still strange. I mean, you'd think they would uh, have done that a million times. And it would be pretty routine at that point. Turns know. out maybe you're they, wrong. Maybe everybody was drunk. They had a rager the night before. Captain Hazelwood. Oh, man. But it does feel like, if I remember right, it does feel like they kind of strung it around him. Even though they paid the fine. But, I mean, he was definitely the patsy on that deal. Oh, yeah. There's got to be a fall man, dude. Yeah. 
And uh, there you go. They got that. God, remember, you don't remember them cleaning up the otters and, and, and uh, 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 soap wash dishing the oil out of the little bird's feathers and stuff? Um, I've, I've been through so many oil spills, I'm not sure where that memory comes from. So, <laughs> but I don't, yeah, like I, I wouldn't have known that dude's name or nothing. Can't keep your oil spill straight. I know. That's pretty bad. Right? That was the granddaddy of oil spills, though. That was the that was the big dog. Uh, was wasn't those... Deepwater Horizon, wasn't that worse? Well, that came up out of the ground, though, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm talking about boat spills. I'm talking about oh. idi- idiots driving boats around in the reefs. Damn drunk boaters. Well, the, the other one, though, kind of dispersed, so you didn't. It didn't feel as bad, <laughs> uh, but that was that was probably the first big one. So maybe we were desensitized when the second one came along. Sad, but yeah, that, I wonder if they put that dude into uh, uh, what do they call it when they hide somebody? Uh, what's that thing called? They take you away and give you a new identity somewhere. Oh, witness protection. W- witness protection program. Replay today: the JJO Morning Show podcast. Get up. With Johnny and D, JJO. Are you a snooper? You snoop. I'm a snooper. I'm a pooper. I'm a midnight scooper. Very nice. Do you snoop? At somebody's house? Sure. Where else do you snoop? Uh, do I? Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. I guess I've been accused. I guess I could uh, say I'm guilty of snooping. A poll asked people if they've ever read someone's personal diary or journal without their permission. Oh, no, that I haven't done. 15% of people said yes. Another 4% said they'd prefer not to say, which means yes. Read how my wife thinks I'm inadequate in bed. Right. I'll just tell you what she says. It's a boner killer. Right. (laughs) Right. She would know. 73% of people insisted that they have not, and 8% of people aren't sure. Whatever. Uh, people between the ages of 30 and 44 were most likely to admit that they've snuck a peek into a diary or journal. Mm. People 65 and older are least likely, whopping 90% of them, insist that they've never done such a thing. But they they would also be boomers, and we know they kind of lie. So, there. Um, I have never read someone's diary. Oh, uh, some light journaling? No, never read any of that. I've never done any of that. Um, yeah. Most people now print and publish their diaries so they can make... Yeah, you know. There's really not many secrets anymore. Which always made me... It's called reality television, all right? Uncomfortable. All right. Like Kurt Cobain's journals. Ah, boom. Uncomfortable. I feel like it's a invasion of privacy. Well, it's, uh, it's, it's... Today, it's just good marketing. I mean, it's a way to get your name... Splashed on a Yahoo. On a Yahoo. Yeah, on a Yahoo. It's what? like these influencers today. It's like uh, they they'll do anything to get their name in a headliner. These influencers. Um, More like outfluencers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's better to talk about your uh, deep, deep personal problems. Is it? Yeah, it's easy to get a headline these days. I suppose. You don't think so? I don't know. Just do what we all used to do. Go to a karaoke bar, throw a chair, and a punch. 
Papal, you're on a Yahoo. Yeah, I mean, my wife knows my passwords on my phone and everything. I mean, uh, there might be a couple of naughty pics on there. But, yeah, for the most part, I'm pretty clean. Running clean and mean. Uh, Yeah, I, I don't have any desire to know about somebody's inner thoughts. I got enough problems with my own. You know, we're here contemplating. Well, how would you take it if you found out you snooped and then, seriously, you found out in a diary that uh, you're not doing real good? I right. Mean, how, then how, what are you, you, how, how are you going to bring that up? Right. How? Or I don't trust my husband. I have a feeling he's, for whatever reason, you know, I could do better. I mean, what are you going to do with that information? I, I'd rather just go along thinking I'm the man. Right. Ignorance is bliss. Until I come home and find three guys in bed. And then you're like, well, what did I do to deserve this? <laughs> the bunny mask on. I should have seen it coming. I should have snooped. And then you shave and you hop right <laughs> in, dude. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'd rather not know. Amen, dude. Um, okay. Let's see here. It is, uh, give me a PC too. Dude, National Chocolate Milkshake Day. Oh, what a delicious day. Uh, why is that? It's National Chocolate Milkshake Day. National Chocolate Milkshake mm. Day today. It's National Chocolate Milkshake Day. Let's celebrate. I'm taking you out for Frosty Chocolate Milkshake. Go out for a round of Frosty Chocolate Milkshake. Frosty Chocolate Milkshakes. Alrighty. The sweet, creamy goodness of chocolate milkshakes. Chocolate milkshake. Showtime. Listen, I ain't I ain't here to front on a Monday. But if I never have another chocolate milkshake in my life, I'll be fine. It's the last milkshake I generally order. Uh, and usually they're not made out of chocolate ice cream. It's usually Hershey's over like a more like a Sunday situation. Right. If you throw some malt mix in there, yeah. now we're talking. Yeah. But a regular chocolate milkshake, shove it up your ass. Goodness gracious. I've got no time for this. Goodness gracious. We all know strawberry milkshakes are superior, you freaking rookies. Uh, Packer loss has you all riled up. Yeah, it really did affect my whole day. <laughs> Even the chocolate milkshake is not spared. <laughs> Goddamn Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> listen, listen. couple things here today. You get that chocolate milkshake out of my face, I want the flow fired. I want bring those. Uh, bring me LaFleur, the robe. Bring the practice team back in. These guys <laughs> suck. Can't believe I'm watching this football. No, you need you need. Uh, oh man, a real chocolate milkshake has to be something. Um, you I, where do you go for a real chocolate milkshake? Oh, you talking about malt? You talking about like well, powdered sugar? What what are you talking about? I, what am I talking about? Um, like I need I, dark Belgian chocolate to make the perfect chocolate shake. The Belgian people don't like it when you talk like that. Oh, oh yeah, we oui, oui. <laughs> Bit of a French accent. Um, no, I mean, I never seek out a chocolate milkshake, but if I were to, I guess I would do Portillo's because that's the one everybody talks about. Oh, that is true, dude. Everybody talks about that's it. That's a great call. Let me, let me, uh, let me, uh, let me check. Portillo's. And I ain't never had it. Uh, uh, I drink beer when I go there like a man. Well, they don't let you do that in the drive-thru. Sorry. Watch me. <laughs> You're yelling at the drive-thru lady. You can't tell me what to do. I'm drunk. <laughs> what? Am I in Chicago? No, you're on the west side of Madison, you idiot. Uh, let's see here. You're at work, dummy. Uh, <laughs> here you go. A chocolate shake. 
Oh, I thought they were going to do a... They do the chocolate cake shake there. Yes, it's the chocolate cake shake. That yeah. Is, that is absolutely correct. Uh, Portillo's mint chocolate shakes are back. Portillo's cake shake air freshener for $3? Does it... It smells like chocolate? Damn, Skippy. Gee. Uh, what is it called? Chocolate cake shake. Man, let me check this out. I want to see... Uh, Are you doing caloric? Well, I want to see. Yeah, I want to see what the ingredients I'm were. I'm going to say 950 calories. What is in a Portillo's cake shake? Uh, it's made with chocolate cake and vanilla ice cream. Ask a stupid question. Well, how much sugar is in Portillo's cake shake? Sodium, 1,329 milligrams. Carbs, 240 grams. Sugar, 197 grams. It's chocolate cake mixed with vanilla ice cream. What'd you think it was going to be? 197 grams. Come on now. That's not legal. No wonder why people are like, it's so good. You can't give people that much sugar at one time. Oh, my Lord. How much chocolate? And how much? Oh, oh, how much is a chocolate cake shake? 529. Man, you drink that, you better be ready for your inflammation to fire up, dude. What's the healthiest thing to eat at Portillo's? <laughs> The computer just uh, crashed. Huh. Uh, Jesus. Uh-huh. Uh, something sandwich drier with very little gravy. Right. You're going to ruin the whole point of going to Pratillo's, you dum-dum. <laughs> Thank you. It is not for when you're watching what you're eating. It's for your binge Well, day. they have a copycat chocolate cake shake recipe. God, does that look good. Is there in a mason jar? Because uh, this one has a mason what jar. What can go wrong? You're blending chocolate cake and vanilla ice cream. <laughs> very little. Very little. There are three <laughs> ingredients for this shake. While you could get regular vanilla ice cream, I recommend vanilla bean. Oh, for Christ's sake. You also need cold milk and Portillo's chocolate cake. Right. B- blend it and chug it. Yeah. You dummy. Right. <laughs> Stop thinking so hard about it. Prep time, five minutes. Excuse you don't know where the blender is. Three scoops of vanilla bean, uh, cubes of Portillo's chocolate cake, and... Two plus tablespoons of cold whole milk. Oh, they're doing a whole milk even. We can't even do 2% on that. I'm a little inclined to throw a little uh, rum into the mix. I'm sorry. Right. Uh, adjust to your own thickness. Yeah, that's right. I haven't had it, but. Uh, you want this thickness. God, dude. That's a real chocolate. That's a that's a manly chocolate shake. Yeah. No women allowed. That looks thicker than a snicker, dude. Manly shake. Chocolate cake shake. What does that even mean? <laughs> I was trying to see. Well, I'm not trying to make uh, Pratillas look bad because I, I do like their their uh, their food. I've eaten there a few times. What do you get? Uh, I mean, I've had the hot dog there. It's fantastic. Their hot dog's fantastic. Oh, yeah. I I go for the tube meat when I'm there. It's the Polish sausage. <clears throat> yeah, Absolutely. So, yeah, you're looking at, uh, with chocolate shake, <laughs> maybe your day's recommended allowance. Oh, and then maybe yeah. maybe Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesdays. We thought uploading to the cloud oh. was something completely different. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. Johnny and D, JJO. Skin sensational. Where can you see boobs and beaver on the big screen? He'll tell you. Live from Chicago, oh. Mr. Skin. I was embarrassed when he's got a big mouth. <laughs> Mr. Skin <laughs> is uh, all over it, man, and we deserve it. 
taste well, of know, defeat. Well, you know, it's been a tough... It's been a tough couple of years having to listen to you, so I get a I get a little opening. I gotta take it, you know. Ah, uh, yeah, I'll give you this one. You you earned it, man. You earned it. You played in the rain. You earned it, baby. Oh yeah, it's so so hard to play in the rain. Um, all right. Um, I, I have some shows. I know uh, there's some things out there. There's some shows out there that um, I've talked to you before. Others that are new, but there was uh, some updates I wanted to give you. First is there's a show on HBO called Industry that gets really good reviews, but I don't think it has like a huge viewership like uh, you know a lot of their other shows. And it's um, it's in its second season. It airs Monday nights, and it's about these young bankers and traders um, in the very competitive, cutthroat financial world in the aftermath of the uh, 2008 uh, collapse. And um, First season had some pretty good nude scenes from some of the main characters, Yasmin played by Marissa Bella and Harper played by Mahila Harold, uh, both did some great nude scenes. But then last week, uh, Marissa Bella and another woman had a very sexy girl-girl scene, and it made me think, Johnny, i got to remind you that this show exists because it gets really good reviews, and then uh, the nudity is like, Good. If you anyone who's been in that like world, like I worked at the Chicago Mercantile Exchange, which is a little different, but it's just like a different lifestyle. Everyone's like, you know, it, it's just like a, uh, it's not something you do for many years. It, it, it's one of those businesses that's so like, um, so intense and so like, uh, uh, it, it wears you down. There's mm-hmm. a, let's just say there's a lot of drugs and oh, sex yeah. in the. Uh, financial industry no question about it so uh, it's a cool show that kind of uh, peels the uh, peels the veneer uh, away and uh, lets you see the inside of, of that world it's pretty cool so it's called industry on HBO definitely one to check out and then um there's a uh, um, remember obviously you do American Gigolo the movie with Richard Gere oh yes um, yeah he plays Julian K well this Friday on Showtime, they have a show debuting called American Gigolo, starring John Bernthal, the Punisher, and um, he's playing the Julian K. character who um, gets his wrongful conviction. Um, he's in jail, prison for 15 years, and he gets out of jail. So this shows about him when he, when Julian K., the character from the movie, um, gets out of jail, gets out of jail, and. It's um, all about, like, his Los Angeles sex industries, like a male prostitute navigates, you know, his relationships and everything else going on. But we already have a sneak peek of the first episode, and it had uh, some really great nudity. And I, I got to think, Johnny, a, a show called American Gigolo is going to have a ton of oh, yeah. uh, really good nudity. And um, uh, anyway, so it starts Friday on Showtime, American Gigolo. Uh, definitely one you're going to want to check out. Also, there's a, uh, um, you'll remember, I'm pretty sure you'll remember this, this, but first of all, there's a new Hulu show that also starts Friday called Tell Me Lies, and it stars Grace Van Patten. Now, the Van Patten name should sound familiar to you, um, who, she goes to college, she does everything a college freshman would do, partying, hanging out, hooking up with guys, and then she meets this dude uh jackson white and they have a casual hookup and then have a relationship for like eight years and it intertwines the past and the present and all that but 
Um, we saw the first episode of this, and Grace Van Patten has some incredible nudity in the first couple episodes we, we, we were able to see before this even came out uh, this weekend. But, okay, so you remember Dick Van Patten from Eight is Enough. Sure, right? that, big fan. That's her, yeah, that's her grandfather. And then a very cool show from the... Um, 80s was the white shadow or the 70s was the white shadow really cool show about a basketball coach and and all those guys well vince van patten dick van patten's son who's the father of grace van patten was uh played salami on the white shadow so anyone who remembers that great um basketball about a high school basketball coach um she is the son of salami from uh the white shadow so anyway great nudity and tell me lies and we're going to be uh uh, talking about that. And then, Johnny, last but not least, I get asked a lot, um, does, um, does, do the, what do actresses think about, you know, your website and, uh, like, you know, do they get mad at you? And I got to say, overall, in the 23 years I've been doing this, most, most, uh, a very, very high percentage has been really positive. And, uh, we did this thing this summer, this, uh, uh, this um, it was called the uh, uh, breastable. Uh, we did a uh, like a kind of a contest for actresses, summer uh, breastables, what we called it, and we let people vote on what actresses had the best breasts and stuff. And it came down to Alexandra Daddario versus Sydney Sweeney, and Alexandra Daddario won. And we posted on Twitter that Alexandra Daddario won our summer breastable festival uh, uh, award and she posted on twitter and i thought it was so cool because she had so much fun she said first an emmy nomination and now this my cup <laughs> runneth over and she was she just had a lot of fun with it and i noticed a lot of her uh she has a big following on twitter and her fans were all like yeah you deserve it that's awesome that's so much fun so anyway it was just i always like it when the actresses have fun with it because it's not like we're right. there saying oh, this actress is ugly, we hate that she did a nude scene. We're always really positive about it. And it was it's just, it's just cool to see an actress that uh, uh, gets it and has fun. And Alexandra Daddario is one of our favorites. Oh, that's so sweet. Hey, uh, I'm surprised you didn't mention Susan Sarandon debuted on Monarch last night. She's had the twins out everywhere throughout well, three decades. Everywhere. Three the best one. Yeah, yeah. She, she's been nude quite a bit. A white palace. uh where she worked at a White Castle and had sex with James Spader. You know, that's a legendary one. But, yes, she has no shortage of nudity. Plus, her daughter, Eva Murray, on Californication, did some of the best nudity of the 2010. So, um, yes, it's a, it's, a, it's a family that is not afraid to show the boobs. Yeah, they might be some of the greatest grandma slammers in the business right oh, yeah. now. I mean, Drop she's, them out, Grant. She, she's holding up really well. That's a monarch, which we're probably not going to see them, but, yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, you won't see him, but she's a gilf, no question. Yeah, no doubt about it. All right, man. Skin, uh, excellent reporting today. Crack, crack You're reporting. Number one, sir. We'll You're talk to one. talk to you later. <laughs> Bears still suck. Talk to you later. <sighs> I knew you're gonna get it in there. I deserve that. I deserve that. How are you? I'm good. Do you want me to do a story, or what do you want? Here? Uh sure. What do you got? PC two. We're here. We might as well. I guess. Um. So. Uh, Brit Brit's been taken in the Instagram to talk about all kinds of things. Um, and uh, there's really no need for speculation because she's letting us hear her thoughts. So here's the latest post. 
talking about how she was made to have a bunch of MRIs and she has no idea why and how much she hates her dad. One of the weirdest things I've ever encountered. I had three MRIs. I wasn't complaining about anything. I was just told I had to go. It was my dad and I had no rights at the time, so I basically had to. During the conservatorship, I did it three times and I stayed in there for an hour each time. And so the whole thing didn't make sense. I'm fine. I'm alive. The conclusion, the hardest thing is to just know that they were just being mean. And I really felt like my dad was trying to kill me. And I hope he burns in hell. Dad! She burns in Hades. May you burn in Hades. Uh, yeah, Brittany, we all kind of feel that way about your dad. <laughs> so an MRI. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if he was paying the doctors off to make them say something like she was sick or something. Well, I do know that um, he made her have the IUD and stuff. Yeah. So sometimes I wonder if he was just checking to make sure everything was still in place where it needs to be. Oh, I see what you're saying. Sure. Whatever else. Yes. I don't know. He was a real piece of crap. So. Well, yeah. Go. She, yeah, and she wants. She doesn't want to perform anymore. I think I read. Right. Go be free, dude. You were sacrificed. Go get stupid. And she's doing it. And she's she just is dancing doing dancing nude yeah, all over yeah. Insta. She's living her best life. Ride your freedom pony, dude. Right into the sunset. Yeehaw. Yeah. Wow. What a what a weird thing. And and all that built up with nobody to talk to. It's like she was a prisoner in her own. Oh, yeah, that's what she literally was. She was, but yeah. Why, why can't we just? But she's going to have to stop posting, and then we can just leave it alone. She she needs to just she, go do it. Well, she's just trying to get it all out. No, I understand you know? that. I, I I get it. I get it. But yeah. most people would be like, "Well, don't you don't have to keep telling us? Just be free." <laughs> sure, she's it's just a lot of stuff for her to process. Yeah, you know? yeah, right. Right. Um, and, it, and it all ain't going to happen overnight. What so. a freaking mess. Uh, it's such a mess. And then her sister, Poor was, girl. her sister was coming at her. Yeah. Well. And uh, But people were right. I mean, people were right the whole way. It was pretty foobar, man. Everybody, you know, because, you know, what we saw of her shaving her head and stuff. Remember sitting on a curb? and Oh, yeah, dude. And like, you want to blame her? Oh, she's on drugs. Oh, she's crazy. Not really. No, and I, I think anybody would go kind of nuts being controlled like that. So, the cash cow dude must be sacrificed, no matter what. Terrible parents. Yeah, horrible. Just terrible. The JJO Morning Show podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, six till ten a.m. on ninety four one JJO. Or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D. Nowhere but JJO.